Welcome to Healing at the Speed of Light. Every week, we discuss how laser therapy is changing healthcare and how you can benefit. Now, here is your host and founder of Laser Therapy Institute, Dr. Jason Roundtree. So, thank you for joining us today on Healing at the Speed of Light. This is our kind of patient-focused podcast that we do on light and laser therapies. Uh, my name is Dr. Jason Roundtree. I'm a chiropractor. I'm a certified medical laser safety officer. I'm, the, I'm also the founder of Laser Therapy Institute. Laser Therapy Institute trains healthcare providers on how to effectively deliver very good laser treatments. Mm-hmm. And I'm joined by Christy. Christy is a certified laser tech. She's done laser treatments for a multitude of years, thousands of treatments. And um, <laughs> she is also in charge of putting together LTI's online training courses. So you don't care about much of that if you're a patient probably, other than to say, if you're looking for good laser therapy, mm-hmm. an LTI clinic is gonna be a great selection for you. You can find a clinic near you by going to lasertherapyinstitute.org, click on the clinics tab. You'll be able to find clinics that have trained with us as well as clinics that just have good equipment that might be in your area. If you have any questions or we can help you with anything though, you can always email us to info at lasertherapyinstitute.org. That's it. That's it. Yeah. But we're here today to go over some research. Is what we do on the podcast is we talk about research studies and how they can be leveraged to provide a benefit to patients. So today we're talking about athletes and sports performance in particular. And not just high-level athletes, but even the day-to-day athletes. Yeah. We all have a little bit of that in us. Hopefully. <laughs> Some of us more than others. Christy's a big-time runner. She can do miles and miles, and I, uh, I have a hard time getting off the couch sometimes to go do things. But even with me, uh, there are some athletic goals that I have and things that I work towards. And Definitely. if we can utilize lasers to help with our goals, mm-hmm. we certainly should know about it. Yes. So we're going to go over a study today that's titled Effects of Low-Level Laser Therapy on Muscular Performance and Soreness Recovery mm-hmm. in Athletes. A Meta-Analysis of Randomized Controlled Trials. This was published in Sports Health back in 2021. Pretty recent study. Pretty recent, really. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, it's just a, a meta-analysis of randomized controlled trials. That, that portion there means that they took a bunch of different tests, high-quality mm-hmm. tests, um, tr- clinical trials, and then mashed them all into kind of one analysis. And that's what I want to go over today because it gives us a good overview of different ways that you might be able to use laser as an athlete. Nice. And of course, we're talking low-level laser therapy. We're not talking about uh, surgical lasers burning or cutting or anything mm-hmm. industrial. We're talking about lasers that produce very little to no warmth. Very non-invasive. Very non-invasive, mm-hmm. yep. Completely comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and treatment times are usually just a few minutes. Right. So this is this is something that as, as an athlete, as somebody maybe in the athletic training space, you can add to a, an athlete's regimen or add to your own regimen and it only takes a little bit of time. It's mm-hmm. it's very easy. It's not uncomfortable like an ice bath. It doesn't mm-hmm. have side effects like <laughs> medications do. Um, there's a lot of advantages here when it comes mm-hmm. to laser therapy. Mm-hmm. If you want to know more about the details of laser therapy and how that works, we have a ton of podcasts we on do. that. We but do. I won't bore you with it today. Just understand that that means what it means to, to have laser therapy is that it means you are getting a non-invasive light treatment. It helps mm-hmm. to stimulate the body's recovery and building uh, metabol- met- metabolic processes. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's get into the study. I'm going to give you the, the, um, 
the impatient Persian version first because I'm impatient and I want to get to the end. So I'm just going to give you the conclusion right <laughs> off. There's no reason there to make you stick around if you just want to know. So let's let's just go to the conclusion. It says. Athletes need to recover quickly from their exhaustion. Winning and maintaining the best physical conditions are equally important. Our findings from, from this study, our findings indicate that laser therapy improves muscular performance and accelerates soreness recovery in athletes. We recommend laser therapy use before or after competition, allowing the athletes to regain their capacity faster without side effects. So, there you go. Get laser. Okay. That's, that's that's the end. It. Okay. <laughs> now, of course, if you, most people want to know more than that. Exactly. So, but if, if that was it, if you want to just go forth and get some laser now, that's that's wonderful. But uh, let's break down exactly why they're saying that. There's a few different. There's actually nine different categories that they really examined here. So we'll go through each one because it may apply to you as an individual differently. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, so first one they looked at is muscular strength, and okay. that probably is pretty obvious and mm-hmm. muscle strength is a big uh, factor for a lot of different athletes right right so they said that the laser therapy group demonstrated a significantly high lower limb muscle strength at the 24 hour 48 hour and eight week follow-up groups so that is people that got laser treatment on the muscle groups mm-hmm. and the lower legs okay. before an exercise okay and not only 24 hours after that exercise, but also 48 hours and even out to eight weeks showed improved uh, strength in the muscles from that treatment. That's amazing. That is. That's really amazing. Yep. So the end, if you're trying to work on muscular <laughs> strength, especially in the legs, that's the way to do it. Get some laser beforehand. It will have uh, you know impacts not only immediately after, but then all the way out two months after. Well, and it makes sense because when you're working out, you're breaking down the tissues. You're you're damaging, if you will, mm-hmm. to build the strength. And if you want to repair it quickly, yep. laser therapy helps. Right. So. Yep. So the interesting follow-up on this was that they, they did show that if you got laser therapy after exercise rather than before there wasn't any benefit to strength really yes that's very interesting it is interesting because you'd think putting mm-hmm. laser on the muscles after they're damaged would help them repair faster repair mm-hmm. stronger but it looks like what might be going on is that you're fueling those metabolic processes before mm-hmm. so then you can actually get more work out of the muscle which allows you to produce more strength that makes sense yeah <laughs> so if you want more muscular strength laser yourself laser Get some laser on those lower extremity muscle groups prior to exercise. Sounds good. Okay, so that's that's muscle strength. That's an easy one. Now, repetition, contract repetition numbers. So that's like the number of bicep curls you can do mm-hmm. before you hit exhaustion, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, again, the laser therapy group demonstrated a significantly higher contract repetition number in the pre-exercise laser group, but no significant difference in the post-exercise laser group. So again, kind of going back to muscular strength, mm-hmm. if you're fueling those metabolic processes prior to the exercise, you're going to be able to get more out of the exercise. Whereas if you're lasering after the mm-hmm. irritation, the damage, the you know the exertion's already been done, mm-hmm. we're not seeing a change in the number of repetitions you can get later on. So question, mm-hmm. how... What's the time frame before that you should receive the laser therapy? 
before you work out? Is, I mean, is it like get the therapy and then go, or can you? Is it hours? Is it maybe the day before? What? That's a great question. So they don't really say in this study okay. or in this analysis, but if you go and look at the individual studies, most of these were immediately before. Okay. So within just a few minutes of the exercise, mm -hmm. some of them were a few hours, mm -hmm. and there have been a couple of studies that go about 12 to 24 hours. Okay. So really the closer you can get it to the mm -hmm. exercise, the better, but even the day before mm -hmm. should still have some level of benefit. Good to know. It's a good question. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, so that's, we covered muscular strength, we covered contract repetition, mm -hmm. right? Which, you know, those things might seem like they're really important for lifters, you mm -hmm. know, weightlifters. But there's application there too for people doing uh, maybe jump type track and field events too. Is it running? Absolutely, know? number so of repetitions, right? Yeah, it's a little bit closer to home there. For sure. So. Yeah, I mean, you right. need to be able to have a lot of repetitions as mm -hmm. far as moving your legs, exactly. right? Yeah, exactly. good. The next one they go over is soreness. And they say the laser therapy group demonstrated a significantly lower soreness index after exercise, but showed no significant difference in the 24-hour and 96-hour follow-up groups compared to controls. So again, lasering prior, then doing exercise, and it did seem to help um, right after, but didn't really show any difference once you got to a day after and there hmm. and, and further on. Okay. But with the one trial that, they, that had been done with laser after exercise, that showed significant effect on soreness relief that was lasting. Hmm. So now it's kind of flipped, right? Mm -hmm. Now if we laser after exercise, we get a lot more reduction in soreness. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. Yes. Yeah, the, the wheels are turning, uh -huh. you know. Yep. So We're going to kind of come back and recap all this at the end, but so I'm going to keep pushing. The next mm -hmm. thing they looked at was mm -hmm. time to fatigue. Um, and time to fatigue is like how long it takes you to be, you know, where you're at muscular failure or you just can't go any further, right? Mm -hmm. So the laser was applied before the exercise in all of these trials and was also applied after exercise in one of the trials. The laser therapy group did not demonstrate a significantly higher time to fatigue in the pre-exercise and post-exercise laser groups than control. No difference. Hmm. No worse. Right. But no better. Right. So no really apparent benefit on the time to fatigue. So you okay. might not be able to go for longer, mm -hmm. even if you have improved muscle strength, improved contract repetition. You know, mm -hmm. you might not be able to um, run fast for a lot longer period of time. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, there's a few tests here I'll go over that are that are blood test based, not just performance based. Mm -hmm. okay. And these are really interesting because these show a few different things about the chemical environment of the body. Mm -hmm. So the first one they looked at was serum creatinine kinase concentration, CK concentration. And creatinine kinase is a muscle damage indicator. Okay. So really extreme, significant exercise, um, moving lots of weight, that kind of thing, mm -hmm. you'll show a, a very big increase in creatinine kinase. And that tends to indicate that we really worked the muscles hard. So laser was applied before the exercise in all of the trials, and then again applied after exercise in just a couple of trials. The laser therapy group demonstrated a significantly lower creatinine kinase concentration in the pre-exercise group, but no change in the post-exercise group. Hmm. 
So again, getting that performance benefit really is a pre-exercise. You want to laser before you go and exercise rather than after. That's just very interesting. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. That's why I wanted to get into the study because I was like, yeah. it really does recap a lot of things really well and give us mm-hmm. a lot of indication on uh, really how to use this mm-hmm. information. Mm-hmm. The next piece they looked at was the serum lactate concentration. And that indicates the intensity of muscle work, like how how heavy you worked out those muscle groups. Mm-hmm. They said that the laser therapy group demonstrated a significantly lower serum lactate concentration than did the control group, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. It means that muscles were not, even though you, it was worked really hard, they weren't showing as much signs of fatigue. Mm-hmm. And then there were some inflammation-related factors like interleukin-1 beta, interleukin-6, tumor necrosis factor alpha. Those were measured in some of the trials. And the laser therapy group demonstrated a significantly lower interleukin-6 concentration, but no effect on interleukin-1 beta and TNF-alpha. So some level of inflammatory assistance, it looks like, but not necessarily across the board. Okay. The last one of those tests, blood tests they looked at, was the serum T-bars concentration, uh, which measures oxidative stress. The laser therapy group demonstrated a significantly lower T-bars concentration than the control group. So again, showing that laser therapy before exercise does help to bring down some of the markers for muscle stress and exertion. Okay. There was a couple of other tests in here, including jumping height. So like high jump athletes, no difference between laser therapy groups and control groups. But when it comes to VO2 testing, Mm -hmm. there was some changes. And you know what VO2 is, I'm sure. Yeah. So VO2 indicates your ability to do aerobic work. Right. Yeah. It's an important Mm -hmm. one for, I mean, a lot of athletes, runners in particular, but but also, I mean, basketball, Mm -hmm. uh, any any kind of high-intensity, ongoing uh, aerobic work, VO2s uh, are really important. So... And some of the studies that were done showed slightly higher amplitude VO2 and lower deficit O2 in the laser therapy group compared to the control group. And then another study showed a slightly higher relative VO2 and absolute VO2 in the laser therapy group as compared to the control group. So a small amount of benefit, it seems like, on that, that VO2 side, that aerobic capacity side. So I think... I think this is a great breakdown. This is a lot of information. So so let's just kind of recap here. They say laser therapy application before exercise significantly affected lower limb muscle strength improvement. In addition to the strengthening effect, laser therapy significantly reduced the soreness index in the post-exercise group and then reduced CK, IL-6, and T-bars concentrations after exercise. Also showed a trend towards improving contract repetition numbers and VO2 kinetic outcomes. Let's go back to our kind of conclusion mm-hmm. here they say mm-hmm. we recommend laser therapy use before or after competition allowing athletes to regain their capacity faster without side effects so all of those different pieces that we know it sounds like we can kind of set up a scenario here mm-hmm. where an athlete trying to improve their performance and improve their strength gains improve their aerobic capacity gains mm-hmm. you want to get some laser in those muscle groups prior to exercise right and then if you want to have faster recovery and less soreness. Excuse me. Come back. and Come back. <coughs> after. Excuse me. I'm all choked up about this. 
it's just it's very interesting and and mm-hmm. it makes sense yeah it really does yeah and, and one of the neat things here, especially if you're in a, a performance, if you're at a high level of athletic performance, you're in competition, there is no blood changes with doing a treatment like this. So you can have significant effects on not only your performance gains, but also your recovery speed and, la- and, and less soreness without changing any of the blood markers that would be spotted by doping agencies. And as you were talking, one thing I'm thinking, this is not any way shape or form age related i mean correct anyone an athlete a high school athlete um you know a, a seasoned athlete beyond i mean college any competitive sport it doesn't matter the age right because it's non-invasive it's it's very safe and it's obviously very um successful right yeah so. and it's very and, and it's it's pretty easy to do again it's completely pleasant and mm-hmm. it's really not unpleasant at all very very easy to do so you know as a high level athlete if you're looking to recover quicker even from a practice um or if you've been working out hard leading up to a competition you want to drive down some of the soreness so you can make sure it's your peak mm-hmm. laser is going to be a great thing but also using it pre-competition mm-hmm. should give you benefits in terms of how you perform during the competition and then come through on the other side with bigger gains as well without the chemicals without exactly the, without any side effects without any side effects yep yeah, yeah. So. if you're just an everyday athlete like me there's a lot of use here for you too mm-hmm. if you are having a hard time getting into the gym enough you can get more out of the workouts you do get by using laser that's what i do because i don't get to the gym as often as i should but I actually use laser beforehand to try and get more out of it. And really, I've maintained my strength really well, ridiculously well for how few times I actually make it into the gym. So not that you can replace the gym with laser, simply that you can get more out of your workouts, especially if you're on a limited time stu- mm-hmm. you know, structure. More effective, more productive. Mm-hmm. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with that. No. no. But then also... Um, you know, you have probably experienced this too. When you first get back into the activity, whether it's a run or lifting or whatever it is you're doing, you usually do get a lot of soreness, right? Yeah, with Depending. time off. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You know, it just depends uh, the length of time in between. Yes. So when you stick with it, then it's less oh, yeah. likely. But <clears throat> there are still times. Anything before a run, a long run, a race, uh, afterwards. I might be talking to you. <laughs> right? And that's exactly what you should be doing, really, if you have a lot of soreness mm-hmm. after a performance or, or after maybe working out a little too hard, going a little too long, you can have some of that extra soreness, and that can kind of derail your training plan in some cases, for some of us at least. Um, and so using laser afterward really does cut down on the soreness. And I'm, mm-hmm. I can personally tell you it is remarkable how much you can reduce the soreness in muscle mm-hmm. groups by simply doing laser after the exercise. An example is uh, that first day back on on the slopes snowboarding. Mm-hmm. I'm never quite in the shape that I need to be for that, and my body's not really prepared. And of course, it's always you know a full day, mm-hmm. a lot of soreness afterward. But I can wipe that out. I mean, ninety percent of it can be gone within twelve hours. Well, you think of people getting in shape for the summer activities. You know, not just winter activities, but summer hiking, um, ski. Uh, water skiing for sure anything um it just all comes together yeah 
No, it's good. Uh, it can even help with pushing through plateaus. You know, if you're mm-hmm. if you're kind of stuck at a particular level, whether it's mm-hmm. it's your running time, your speed, um, or you know, lifting or or a particular activity, you just don't quite have can't get really to that next level. I'd say laser beforehand would be a great way to try and push yourself through that to make that next gain. So nice. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool stuff. It is, and it's effective in a. Study research is showing how effective it is. Yeah. So it's good to have that backup. It is. Yep. We we like research. We we don't know what we don't know. And you gotta have you gotta have research actually proving it. It's always good to have a good feeling, but people have good feelings about lots of things that turn out to be just you know, just placebo. And there's nothing wrong with placebo. That's fine. I mean, half the things that are done in an orthopedic office are placebo. Um, you know, I mean, there's, there's a lot of that out there. And as long as you feel better, that it doesn't matter. But it's nice to see these randomized controlled trials, mm-hmm. even in, in a conglomeration, are showing some really significant benefits right. on the athletic performance side. So if you're an athlete, get some laser. If you're an old guy like me, get some laser. Just get it. Yep. Yeah. I mean, even if you're not pushing for that next thing it, it, it's helpful to maintain yeah so. there's definite benefits mm-hmm. as always if you need any help finding somebody near you that can get you some laser therapy get a hold of us we'll be happy to help out to the best of our ability if you're a physician if you're a healthcare provider and you're interested in this or an athletic trainer you're interested in maybe mm-hmm. providing laser therapy as part of what you're doing you can also get a hold of us this is what we do we teach right. people how to do this uh, we teach providers how to make this a part of their clinical offering so they can help their patients uh, athletic patients especially with improving themselves so exciting it is exciting thanks for joining us we'll see you guys in a couple weeks subscribe to this weekly podcast for more great information find a certified laser therapy clinic near you at lasertherapyinstitute.org if you're a healthcare provider check out our practitioner focused laser therapy institute podcast thanks for listening Mm -hmm.